Mask Podcast. Well, Eric, here yes. we are. Here we are with some groundbreaking news today. Actually. Um, it's actually groundbreaking. Uh, for once, we're not lying. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's this not, is not hey, clickbait. Yeah, it's not, hey, groundbreaking news. We posted a new video to Instagram and everybody should go check it out. Yeah. Um, hold on. I just need to set the tone a little bit. You got something prepared there? Yeah. <laughs> there goes our copyright violation. <laughs> <laughs> We could like that. Out. Um, so we have a big announcement. We are stopping over ask in the format that it's currently in. We will not be doing weekly episodes over Riverside or StreamYard or Zoom or Zook, whatever the hell we use. Zencaster. Zencaster, <laughs> Zucasa, whatever it's called. Um, we are reformatting the show and we want to just kind of get on here, talk about that, talk about the last two and a half years of straight consistency. I think we missed two weeks in two and a half years, Eric. I think so. I think it's been 120 plus episodes. We started yeah. this in what, January of 2021? Mm-hmm. Yep. And pandemic was still going on depending on where you were. And yeah, I mean, we've been unbelievably consistent with this. This has been a staple in my life and your life for two and a half years. Every week mm -hmm. it was, we're filming over ask no matter what. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think we should tell people who maybe became later listeners or don't really understand the backstory, kind of where this came from, why we decided to do it and kind of what it's done for us and hopefully for the community around us. If you want to, if you want to start it off, how, yeah. how over ask started. Well, we, uh, we met over Instagram. I asked you one day, I said, Hey man, do you take submissions like video submissions? You said, yeah, of course. And I think I sent you like six videos and you said, yeah, they're good. Good luck kid. And, <laughs> uh, and then you, you liked some, we started collabing, um, a little bit. I did an agent, a broke agent, agent spotlight. That's right. Um, yeah. And that's where it all started. Don't forget and BNN. Just, BNN, yeah. BNN, the Broke News Network, where I would do uh, consistent clips. That's where I really, I think I shined Yeah. Uh, in your eyes. Oh, the Because you, you were like, I need this, and I would have that to you within hours. Instantaneously. It was crazy. <laughs> we had a show called the Broke News Network. It was Ben Fisher and myself where I'd go to his long beach garage and we'd film little seven minute segments like it was snl real estate talking about the market or social media tips and we hit up matt like hey can you do some canadian segments or some funny like cutaway scenes like he was a field reporter <laughs> and yeah you sent those to us probably in 20 minutes <laughs> just like fully edited <laughs> this is before we were busier than we were by the way and keep in yeah. mind this is june july 2020 so like the heart of the pandemic so this is, yeah. this is all we were doing. And you sent yeah. hilarious clips. And then after BNN ended, cause it was like, now that the world started to pick up, I couldn't keep going to that garage in Long Beach. We were like, we should do something. Yeah. And I think you said we should do a podcast. Yeah. We landed you came on a up podcast. With the name. I I'll came up with here the name. On the final episode. 
Eric wanted it to be no contingencies. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and we did that. Yeah. So we did that, but it started as, uh, me, it was like the broke agent presents over ask hosted by Matt Lee and Eddie. So then the first episodes where we had complete, just banger after banger guests, we had Jordan Cohen, Ryan Serhant, uh, Maya Vander, Ryan, uh, Mauricio Umansky, like right off the bat. And yeah. then uh, we had, you did an episode. And then I don't know how we, we figured out that we had like pretty good chemistry on screen. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you crushed those first six or seven episodes. I was like, this is perfect. Now, like the brand is expanding. Matt's doing the podcast. I don't have to do anything because I mean, yeah. we would sit on like a prep call and help promote it and everything and yeah. go over the editing. But I was nervous about filming podcasts. I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to say on, on long form. And you really crushed those first six episodes and to just interview Ryan one-on-one and Mauricio and Cohen, Jordan and Caitlin Clemens from Bachelorette. Like it was just Mm -hmm. one after another. And then, yeah, you, you interviewed me just like how the broke agent got started. (laughs) And I remember we filmed that episode like five times. Yeah. (laughs) just because like it sucked and we just like restarted it and restarted and this is before there was like a producer or ads or anything so it was just like me and you sitting here on zoom before we even had cameras or mics i think i mean we We didn't have a mic we didn't have any of that for like a year year and a half yeah yeah we took a long time we took a long time to get those (laughs) and uh but we still grew and i think i think uh it's good to know like like you were saying we weren't that busy back then like none of this had started. So like, but we made ourselves busy and making ourselves busy back then, you know, gave us this, which now we're actually busy. So we can't just like do those things anymore, which I mean, some days I bet you probably wish you could. Um, but it's crazy that we like made ourselves so busy because we had such a, like a a vision in mind Mm -hmm. and we always shared that same vision Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, you were yeah. you and you and Dan, you like especially with the podcast, it was like, oh my god, finally there's someone else in this industry that thinks like I do in terms of how can I twist this into real estate comedy? How can we make this funny? Shared a very similar sense of humor, and it was so refreshing because I felt like I was just going at this alone for 5 years before that, 6 years of just like posting and, you know, not having someone else there that was like part of the brand and like part of like sharing this vision. And it was, it was awesome and it's still awesome and it's still happening, but it's just like, that was such a rewarding experience. And like, there's so much that goes into doing these podcasts that people don't know. I mean, a lot of people just turn on, listen, maybe listen to, you know, the 10, 15 minute segments or, or whatever. But like, I, I'm really proud that we did this every single week consistently. Because yeah. there's so many people that start a podcast and then they forget about the podcast or they do a couple episodes, nobody listens and they stop. It's like, we did it every time we prepared for every guest and I think we did a good job. Like, I think we, I think we brought a lot of value to people. All right. If you're listening to this, this means you care about real estate marketing. You care about becoming a better agent. And that's exactly why you need to join our new platform, Bam X. We have monthly courses for our members, including my Instagram course, it's the best in the game, objection handlings, green screens, captions, and more. 
You also get access to our exclusive private community for literally a frappuccino a month. If you're listening to this and you're an agent, this is an absolute no-brainer. Use code OVERASS for 10% off. There's a link down in the description. Become a member of BAM X. Yeah. I mean, we won an Inman Innovator Award. We did. That's right. Yeah. We didn't know anything. We knew nothing about starting a podcast. Um, and we just went for it. And that's what we're doing now. We're pivoting this format of the show. And we're, we're, we make decisions very quickly. I think that's what you need to do. Um, we knew nothing about doing a podcast. And there you can see from the early episodes of just me to when you came on, there was probably a good six months of you and I literally just trying to make jokes. We yeah. did not give a shit <laughs> about any value questions. We were just listening waiting for them to end so we could say our joke. Yeah, we, we switched that up. I think maybe not six, well, maybe it was the first six months, but we were we were so focused on how we were on the podcast, I think. And like, th- there's a lot of internal monologue that goes on during the podcast, especially over Zoom with a guest and a co-host, because you're consciously thinking, am I speaking too much? Am I speaking too little? Is Matt speaking too much? Is he speaking too little? Is he about to ask a question? Am I about to ask a question? Does the guest think we're idiots? Does the guest like, you know, like there's just so many different things like the chemistry of everything going on. Am I frozen? Is the mic working? (laughs) Is the air conditioning on? Like one thing we a hundred percent learned is that doing this over Riverside StreamYard Zoom sucks. Yeah. Sucks to film. And it was great because like during the pandemic, this is what you did, right? Like everybody was on Zoom. This was just so much more normalized. It's like, this is how we communicate. And of course you're in Toronto, I'm in LA. We can't do an in-person show on a weekly basis unless we bulk recorded 52 episodes, which would, you know, not work. So I think, you know, th- this pivot to doing something in person, doing this in person, whether we're actually going to an agent's listing and interviewing interviewing them about that or doing this at real estate conferences, like the ability to have the chemistry where you could actually react to the other person and see when the other person's about to talk we'll do wonders for a show like this because I'm sure you guys have heard on it. Like we do interrupt each other once an episode because we can't see when the other person's about to talk, you know, like I have to sit there and try to read if you're about to say something and vice versa. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. hundred percent. And we just felt like we could give, like, we're very, like Eric said, we're extremely proud of the consistency. We're extremely proud of the show. Um, but we felt like now was the time to like, we really feel like we can take it to a whole nother level as well. Um, and that means in person. So we're going to be doing seasons. Um, and we're thinking seasons of eight. We're still, like I said, we, we just made this decision last week. Um, and we just stick to it and we go for it. And I think it's going to do wonders for the show. Um, but we're going to do pot, uh, seasons, seasons of eight. We're thinking we're going to, you know, like Eric said, switch it up, go into agents open houses, maybe their own houses. Maybe we'll do walking interviews. You know, maybe we'll go to someone's brokerage and we can do a podcast while they're walking us through the brokerage, like just different looks that people haven't seen before. And we just feel like, I mean, Eric and I have been together in person now a couple of times and it's just so much better. Yes. Um, and we think we're just going to have so, such better chemistry and energy for everyone on the show. We've been talking about live podcasts as well. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're still thinking through it. I don't know when the first season we're hoping is going to come out yet. Maybe by the end of the year, 
depends. We're going to see each other a couple times by the end of the year. So we'll see how fast we can do that turnaround. But um, yeah, I'm really excited for this kind of new chapter because I think we really have an opportunity to like explode this like, yeah. in a good way. Yeah. And I think we were so excited at the beginning. I mean, really for a good two years, like this is, has been such a fun valuable experience. Like I've learned so much from the guests. I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about you and like how to interact with people and how to come up with questions and just so much value from content and from an agent perspective. And I realize I say content perspective every episode too. That's one thing every that episode. I 100% got to cut out. Um, he said that in his wedding vows. I did. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, you know, from a content perspective, <laughs> man, I think that we should be together because that way we could <laughs> photograph each other for years. Um, and like we we realized that there was a sort of plateau towards the end where it's just kind of like not necessarily going with emotions because we still tried to deliver the best value, but a, a new format would just reinvigorate this to where we could actually pull so much more value out of the guests instead of trying to blindly come up with questions in this little Zoom box. And for mm -hmm. people who haven't done Zoom podcasts, there's always a Wi-Fi issue, whether it's the guest or it's us, there's always an audio issue. There's always a timing issue. There's, there's just so many things that go on for it to like become a clean episode. Like in person just is a thousand times better. So yeah. re really excited about what to do with that. But also I just, I just want to reiterate that from a content perspective, we <laughs> learned so much about like what gets clicks, what get views, what gets views, what people are interested in. We learned how to do thumbnails. We learned how to do YouTube titles. Like we weren't doing anything on YouTube leading up to Overask. Like I had a couple stuff on my YouTube channel, but nothing. Yeah. You know, like, like it was, it was down. the rap videos yeah. and just like stupid videos. And then like, this was the first opportunity to really start providing value to the real estate community with, with this brand. So, and it, it's basically the formation of BAM too. This is like, this is, the flagship show. This is the reason why the media company was even created because this is the first podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. Like we want to let people know this isn't, we're not like, we're not done with it. We're just taking a break. We're reformatting. We're going to come out with a, what we think is going to be a way better product for everyone to listen to and, and look at. And uh, we were talking about, you know, taking it off the still obviously being a part of BAM, but making a separate YouTube channel, even because we learned a lot about that have, with the algorithm of YouTube and stuff like yeah. that. Like there's so much we've learned literally just from the, the guests. So anyone who's thinking about it, do it. You're going to learn so much. You're creating just like content after content after like so much content that you don't even have to think about really. Um, it's a lot of work on the back end, like especially early on when we were editing doing the clips, thinking of questions, things like that. But once you actually get the guest, it's just a conversation and you can have written, you can even write, uh, you can write a couple questions. I think we learned this from Byron, write a couple questions knowing that that's going to be your clip. So you mm -hmm. can ask it in a certain way. Yeah. And then reformatting the hook also. So uh, I've said this in a couple episodes, but sometimes if I'm like stumbling over a question, you may hear me reformat that question because I know that will be a clear hook for the episode. And then another, th another thing we learned is right after the episode's finished, that's really when you want to figure out where the other clips are going to come from because it's fresh in your mind. 
the last thing you want to do is film a 40 minute episode like we used to do. And then we'd sit there and watch this episode and try to come up with three or four clips. That's, yeah. you know, that that's a huge pain in the ass that takes an enormous amount of time. So right after it's done, when it's fresh in your head, remember where the clips are, you know, just have a notepad next to you, write those down, try to come up with the thumbnail and title and everything right there. So then it's just about formatting and then positioning the content at the end. But the amount of clips you get from podcasts, incredible. The amount of networking you get from the guests, like we've made a bunch of friends that I see at real estate conferences that have come on the show. They're going to have you on their shows. They're more likely to buy into your products. They're more likely to buy a house with you at some point. Like the podcasting game, you know, don't just do it because you think you're going to film a podcast and make money and blow up like the Nelk boys or something like that. Like that's not going to happen, but um, do well, it, do it for our, the, the relationships. Our new format just might. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're uh, going to do pranks but, now. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to reiterate as well. The last six months, yeah, was like struggle, but I, we had some incredible guests and some incredible episodes yeah. in the last six months with like Monica church mm -hmm. and Heather Sinclair. And yeah. uh, yeah, we had a bunch. I mean, I can't name them all. Um, <laughs> definitely in two and a half years, a couple misses, a couple misses. We're not going to lie. Um, but that I think is also with, with the zoom. It's sometimes hard if someone's not really willing to engage to like pull that out of them. And I think in person, that's going to be a lot easier as well. Yeah, definitely. Just being able to read someone is is so much easier in person. So I think that'll that'll take it to a whole new level. I think the the Marie Marie Lee episode recently about Instagram mm -hmm. profiles was also really good. I mean, you could see it like in the views. You could just see that sometimes we're getting two thousand views, three thousand views, and then five hundred views. Like we're also all over the place. And then there's some episodes from years ago that are picking up. Like the Tina Call episode, I think, is at like. 10,000 right now and is kind of resurfacing because of her cold call scripts, which is really cool to see. So we have a lot she of- She just posted like, that. She just posted yeah. that on threads. I saw that. So yeah. we have like a lot of signature episodes and, and fun moments, um, you know, especially when we were inter interviewing uh, Farah and Mauricio popped on and called in the middle <laughs> of that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was epic. Um, yeah, that Farah episode was awesome. That was mm -hmm. such a- Farah's like- so down to earth. Awesome. Yeah. She's so down to earth. Um, teen episode was amazing. Tom tool was amazing. I think those two episodes alone really kind of like grew the, the podcast. Like we saw mm -hmm. growth in the actual like listens and watches after those episodes. Yeah. Cause I think we tried to evolve too. I don't know if people heard it, not just from trying to tell jokes for the first six months, but we were so content heavy at the beginning. Cause that's what we knew, right? Like, I don't sell real estate right now, obviously, as Matt points out every show. I right now, do content. Right now, never yeah. sell it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, create content and no content and no algorithms and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that. So, you know, that's where I think my value was in the podcast. So I think for the first, you know, few episodes, not few, first 20, 30, it was just like, how do we talk about Instagram strategy? How do we talk about YouTube strategy? And then once we had the Tom tools and the Tina calls on, it was so fun to just ask them questions about objection handling and scripting and how new agents can get into the business and reach new price points and stuff like that. And I think we like those episodes did better than the content episodes. Like people have heard us talk about Instagram enough, you know? Yeah. And there was some early on episodes that we broke away from. And I think that was fun, the first like realization that 
we don't just have to talk about content. And yeah. one of the first that I remember was Jason Banab. Oh, that was great. That I remember calling you after and we we're like, wow, that was like really good. Mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Mindset. We, we had a couple great mindset episodes. Robert Max was really good. Um, Kevin, who we just had on, that one's at like, oh. that's one of our best performing episodes where he talks about Kevin? the seven equities. Yeah. The, I didn't know Kevin before the podcast and he's one of my favorite agents in the business. I think yep. everything he does is so cool. Kevin Sturdivant, go, go rewatch that episode. If you're listening to this too, go rewatch a bunch of our old episodes. Like go watch the Tom two one, go watch the interview with Mauricio, go watch the Ryan Serhant one. It's about, uh, it's Matt interviewing Ryan when he just started Serhant, like at the very, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, mid pandemic talking about what it, what it was like to start his new brokerage. And, you know, he's just taken off so much even since that episode, Jordan Cohen, you know, coming back on the episode with the agent's edge book after being the first interview ever. And we're in the book. Like that's yeah. sick. Like so much has happened. Um, and your it's real estate crazy. career has taken off so much since this too, like $14 million listings. Like you're selling an enormous amount. Uh, there's BAM now, like this is, this has just been such a, a staple and, and great foundation of our uh, careers in this. Yeah. So we, like I said, we're reformatting, but I will say once stay tuned for the announcements because you know us, we don't, we don't start, we don't do soft launches. We're going to have the biggest and the best at the very beginning when this comes back out. And we mean the biggest and the best we're like, we're going all out. So we're still going to be active on the Instagram page, stuff like that. I think we're going to post like old clips and like we have so many valuable clips mm -hmm. to kind of go through and repost and post for the first time. Like there's so much content we have there. Yeah. And this is before we, we had a clip team too, that is producing these, these bangers now where we could resurface some of the, the Tom tool episodes, the Ryan episodes where it could kind of show the evolution of the podcast and everything. Um, and this has just given us such a great bank of content and knowledge. Just, I mean, two and a half years is, I mean, it's crazy. 120 plus episodes, like, mm -hmm. and you know, the amount of people I've, I've spoken to at conferences who listen to this, cause we don't, we don't really see, you know, we publish it and maybe we see YouTube views. We don't really look on anchor. We did a lot at the beginning to see what people are doing on Spotify and Apple, but it was really cool to to hear people in person say like, oh, I listened to Overask or I got a lot of value out of that episode. I really like this guest. I like when you guys talk about this. Like, I think um, that it just adds such another dimension to us and to our brand. And it's been cool to like actually help agents with stuff. Like I wish I wish this podcast existed when I was a active agent. So that, yeah. that's kind of the goal of everything we create. That would have been... That would have had no value if it existed when <laughs> you were an active agent because you'd be on it. Um, exactly. Yeah. But uh, no, I agree. And I'm so stoked to like do this next chapter of the podcast because I have so many ideas and I'm sure you have so many ideas. And like I said, we, we literally, and that's, I think something like, I feel like a lot of people overthink a lot of stuff when it comes to content. I think we've gone pretty good at like making a decision and then going with the flow and figuring it out as we go. Yeah. Um, we don't, cause we used to overthink everything.
Yeah. I think a, a refresh will be reinvigorating for this. And just, just like from, you know, as creatives who are constantly creating content, you could just, you get a feel for when something is ready to evolve, whether it's your video content or memes or blog posts or something, you're just kind of like, all right, now it's time. And then when you actually sit there and think about it, you're like, oh my God, there's so much more we could do with this. We can make this so much more visually appealing and interactive. And there's so many more guests and different angles and things that we could take on. So. Well, I mean, yeah, we pumped. grew the, we grew the over ask. What, what are we at now on the Instagram? Like 15,000, 15, followers. Like, and that's yep. just by doing this. Like, yeah, I think the next set of growth is going to be so much more because of what mm -hmm. we're going to do. And when we get together, we're going to be so much, so intentional about what we're doing. And it's just going to be, we all, we were talking last week. We have so many ideas already that are fairly easy to, to get done. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, we see each other enough. And if we just add one or two more trips just for this, it's going to be pretty easy to get these episodes banked and done and, off to the the team. Yep, exactly. Yeah, whether it's a, a podcast or more show where it's you kind of have to visually watch it too because we want people to we like when people watch it. I think that just makes the experience better. Yeah, I mean it's still going to be available everywhere, but yeah, we're really going for more uh, a visual thing. But even the audio is going to be so much better in person. Yeah, like you know. Yeah, I no. like switched. I like switched mics again three months ago. I remember this mic yeah. wasn't working. I had to order a new one. Just constant, constant it's, pain in the ass with that type of stuff. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. But yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll hop on every couple months with a virtual episode too. Who knows? We don't know. What yeah, we're if there's do. if there's some more breaking news, if there's something that that needs to be covered, if a new app like Threads comes out, for example, and we want to talk about it. By by the way, what are you doing on Threads? You know what I hear all the time, Eric? What? Agents complain that online leads are trash. You're right. It's so annoying. It is annoying. Not converting, being non-responsive, etc. Let me let you in on a little secret, Eric. Okay. Boomtown was literally designed to overcome those challenges. They know that online home shoppers are further out from transacting maybe three, six, even 12 months, Eric, down the road. So Boomtown nurtures those leads for you using proven automated smart drip campaigns. And beyond that, Boomtown also monitors your entire database of leads for behaviors that indicate readiness to transact and then engage them for you at exactly the right time. You see everything, everywhere, all at once. Omnipotent, right? Matter or omniscient or something like that. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like that, except it's you that's everywhere. And there are no hot dog fingers, whatever the, whatever the hell those are. So if you're ready to grow your database and have your transactions steadily increase, visit boomtownroi.com slash overask. If you haven't yet already, after listening to this podcast for two years, you're out of your damn mind. Plus, you'll get 750 bucks in free digital advertising credits. That's boomtownroi.com slash overask. It's the best CRM in the game, hands down. I'm just having some fun on it right now. I yeah. mean, I'm just... I'm kind of repurposing some stuff from a long, long time ago. Yeah. I'm just like getting thoughts out what I'm really doing. And I did an article, someone, I had my, the PR team message me and say like, Hey, we were trying to get like a really early article on threads. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I don't I think it was for real estate news. 
Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. So they called me and did a phone interview on like the first day I was on threads and they're like, what do you think? And, um, it was pretty, it's pretty much just like a new muscle of creating for me. Yeah. So it's like, it's- I'm, I'm putting out these, these ideas in my head and now I'm looking at them. I'm seeing the re- what people are reacting to, what they're not. And now I'm looking at that again and being like, okay, well now I'm going to make that a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I love it because I like writing and blogging and stuff. So I feel like this is a muscle I haven't worked in a long time with short form written. I mean, I I do stuff on Twitter, but I've always just used that as a testing ground for other jokes. So I like it. It's exciting. It kind of has the clubhouse vibes of early on, which is also where we kind of over ask came from as well. The early clubhouse days, like we literally just started over ask and then we were getting on clubhouse and you know, crashing different rooms and having fun with that. Like that was, that was such a fun time doing that. It's just like promoting over ass saying, you know, talking about the episodes, but then also just going on clubhouse and having like our own little back and forth brawls. Yeah. I was actually, I just saw that we had a clubhouse crashers poster. It was us with Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn in the wedding. I just, I was going to post it on threads. Um, People still though, just vicious in those comments on threads too. I yeah. Mean, I mean, if it's anything like Twitter, if it, or if it evolves to anything like Twitter, it will be more vicious than TikTok comments. I don't know if you frequent Twitter, but Twitter is one I, of the most toxic uh, avenues, platforms there is. I like it. I think it's fun. I, I like, I, yeah. I like replying, like in, instead of just creating your own content, just scrolling through Twitter, scrolling through threads and being able to say something witty or sarcastic or being able to quote thread or quote tweet someone or just like retweet it's so much easier to endorse. And I'm excited to be so much more free with threads because I feel like the Instagram real estate algorithm has just completely suffocated any sort of creative ability that I have to do anything other than the same 25 jokes repurposed and recycled on, on my page where it's like, wait, now I could post a picture of me dunking on miles. Now I can actually just make jokes about topics that aren't real estate related. And I'm not worried about the fucking algorithm. It's great. That's I hope like, it goes. Yeah. I also hope it goes away because it's just another place. But it's great yeah. right now. It's fun right now. It's always fun. It ha- it does feel like it's has a little bit more life than Clubhouse. Even Clubhouse early on, everyone kind of knew. Yeah, it was short term. This seems like it's going to stick around a bit more. Yeah, to me. Um, but yeah, that day I, ro- I was roasting you, where I mm-hmm. kept tagging you in pictures, yeah, yeah. saying you were like their assistant and stuff. Yeah. Um. That one where I posted with Mary Fitzgerald from Selling Sunset, some like person went in the comments and was like, this is what happens when you have a massive ego humbled down and stuff like that. I was like, even though you were just kidding, I thought I was just making fun of a random person. I was like, that's right. Eric. Yeah. The I did that she's too. like, oh, I know him. And then she posted her with a picture of you and her. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. She should understand our humor at this point then. I uh, I posted under Brooks Landry because he said I like seeing movies alone and I just posted under his just saying loser in all caps. <laughs> and someone said like, God, you must be so desperate for engagement that you're saying unwitty, unintelligent things under people's comments. I'm like, dude, I know Brooks. I'm just doing this yeah. for fun. So I know that like the sarcasticness, <laughs> a lot of people won't catch on to that until it's they crazy. start seeing, him, seeing more and more threads. It's but. crazy that people can't catch on to sarcasm. Well, because like, a lot of I, people I are, it, are, 
they're coming across us for the first time too. Like there, there's a lot of people already on threads that have said like, I've never seen the broke agent or I've never seen BAM. Or, so this is a new opportunity for us to, you know, really expand our audience, especially like for BAM to like plug articles and stuff. Cause you could actually have links to thumbnails on like Twitter. Like I'm, I'm pumped about it. Yeah. I like it too. Yeah. People are liking it and it's just so easy to yeah. sign up. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just through Instagram. It's genius. Seconds. The fact that you don't have to start from zero followers and you already have kind of a, a built-in following and know the people that you follow is such a brilliant way to start a social yeah. media platform. Yeah, because you don't feel like you're... And it's kind of fun to go and be like, oh, how many follow? How many people are following? Because pretty much as soon as people sign up, they're like following you. Yeah, exactly. Unless I mean, I already have like a tenth of the audience on threads yeah, you have a lot. and it's been seven days. So I think, yeah. I mean, there's, there was over a hundred million people on it. I think there's like 2 billion people on meta or on Instagram. So yeah. it makes sense that like a 10th of the entire population is already on threads, the meta population. I saw your, uh, what's it called? That thing you're doing on Instagram broadcast channel. You, oh, yeah. uh, you got a pretty good set of pipes on you. Never knew oh that. yeah, yeah. Sing a little song, little audio, yeah. little audio clip. Because now I'm trying to like differentiate content between all these places. Because I don't want to just republish and repurpose the same shit in every channel. So the yeah. broadcast channel is meant to like give real value, but now I have to give value on threads. So I think I'm just going to sing in that channel <laughs> like once a we, week. We, if there I'm might in the be car. A, we might have to do a a parody. <laughs> yeah, we might have to bring that because there's a. I mean, there's a lot of parodies going on right now, but oh, uh, here he goes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm d I, nothing bad. Just a lot of parodies. I think we can do a good parody. Speaking of the Steven Diaz guy rapper that we had on, yeah, now has realtor merch and yeah. speaking that or you know rapping at offices no, and stuff. Like he's yeah. he, he's all over the place now. Yeah, he's he's on tour. Yeah. I wonder if he got that thing, that copyright figured out. We were talking to him about that. I don't on know. The realtor. He said he was looking into it and now he's got 100,000 t-shirts that he's bringing to local offices. So um, yeah. hopefully, hopefully he got that figured out. Yeah, maybe, maybe the, maybe the, the extra, yeah, the extra R's took, took away from the copyright, but who, uh, who looking back on the entire two and a half years, who was, who are your top, top three guests? Top three That's episodes. So it doesn't have to be even... top three guests like you like the guests specifically, yeah. but episodes. I always go, and I'm just going to say Jordan and, and Ryan right off the bat, but yeah, I'm going to just talk about them because that was so big to start with them too. Yeah. Like, I think that really like just kind of just like threw us into just a lot of eyeballs. Gives you credibility to, to leverage old guests. So if you're starting a podcast, yeah. try to shoot shoot for the stars on the first couple. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. So you can be like, oh, we had Gary Vee on. You should come on. Yeah. I loved Tina. Yep. I thought Tina was awesome. Like I said, I think it was a breakthrough episode. I think Tom was a breakthrough episode. So I'm going to go Tom. And Kevin, Kevion. Yeah. Those are my three right now that I can think of. What about you? Um, I would say mine are I really like huh? Yeah, those are good. 
I mean, I really liked Tom Story, Ken Pozak. I'll throw them as the same in the same yeah. category. Just like the straight Jeremy Knight too. Just the straight YouTube knowledge. Brad McCollum. Um, go listen to those. Brad McCollum, Jeremy Knight, Tom Story, Ken Pozak. Literally the four best real estate YouTubers in the game. We had them all on. Great insight. And this is like when we were first really starting the channel. And, mm. you know, hearing like it is all about thumbnails. It is all about the title of the episode. Like getting pe giving people that FOMO for something to click on. Like we, we thought we were Joe Rogan at the beginning. Like we just named our episodes like <laughs> Over Ask Episode 1 with Taya DiCarlo. It wasn't – or yeah. like – Episode two, Ryan Serhant, as opposed to being yeah. like, why Serhant started his brokerage or the five things Jordan Cohen says you must do for a listing yeah. appointment. Complete Even though it's clickbaity shit, like yeah. we just, we didn't know. Yeah. And we didn't even like have exciting thumbnails or anything, but you know, we were just, we were just testing it, starting out. So the YouTubers, um, I'll go Tom told too, just cause that episode was so fun to just ask him questions and he just handles every objection like an absolute <laughs> boss and then taya de carlo is always just great she yeah we had her on twice she was one of the two repeats that we had on i think we had her did we have cassidy on twice i think we had cassidy we had dan on twice yeah oh yeah when dan told us the story about his blue check <laughs> that was a horrible episode yeah no, don't listen to that episode <laughs> yeah do not that was a that was a throwaway <laughs> yeah um oh and hey pantana, man how'd you get your sure. blue check oh pantana was great pantana was really good that was another i feel like breakthrough episode yeah there's a couple that just like really cry and i'm sure we're missing so many yeah so i can't even think of like we've had so many guests i know i mean i loved the fair episode i thought that was such a great episode yeah which one were you most nervous for probably ryan yeah i mean and i was by myself yeah but with us scary. like the two of us it was never so much nerves it was more like nerves that that our shit was gonna like work yeah i know i know <laughs> exactly uh so maybe farah i really wanted her and it didn't work at all for me that day oh that's right I kept yeah you kept out. you cut out a couple times yeah, dude, that's that's like some of the worst the worst aspect of, of of this was just making sure it all worked. I was nervous for I was definitely nervous for Farah. Yeah. Um yeah, Pretty much all the people like you know personally. You know what I mean? Cuz you want to mm -hmm. like I don't know, you feel like it's your reputation when you know them even more than just like yeah you know what i mean um i think farah james and david those are great episodes those are such good episodes yeah i feel like um, i like yeah. I, I can't even differentiate between those episodes but they were both just absolutely value-packed yeah yeah, those are probably the ones I was, I think with us too, I think I was most nervous for Farah. Yeah. Because I knew she was going to, I'd seen, I just, I've uh, like been with her at like the forum and stuff. And I know she's like super cool to talk to. And I knew she was going to be really good on the episode. And I just wanted so bad for it to come across. Yeah. And it did. But I just, it was, like I said, more that 
like technical issues that I'm always worried about. Another thing I recommend, definitely, if you're going to start a podcast, doing it with a co-host is so much better because it does take away those nerves. Or if you're having a shitty day or I'm having a shitty day, like the other person could kind of like come in to help a little bit because there's plenty of episodes where I walked away and I was just like, I was shit on that episode. Or like all my questions didn't land or I didn't have chemistry with the guests. So I think it helps, especially for accountability too, because if this was just me or, or just you, you know how easy it is to just be like, eh, I'm probably not just going to do it this week. Like maybe yeah. I don't do it this week, but the fact that it was both of us and it helps yeah, for promotion. It was, it was not even a question. Like it was yeah. not a question, no matter where we were. Um, like when you went to Thailand, it was like, okay, we need this many episodes to get you through Thailand. Like yep. it was not, yeah, I totally agree. Having that accountability was huge. Uh, because we've seen so many podcasts just, oh, starting a podcast, couple episodes done. Yeah. Um, and that's the you worst realize thing it's a pain do. in the ass. Yeah, it is. That is one yeah. of the worst things you could do. If you're going to start a podcast, say it's going to be 12, se- or 12 episodes. Say it's going to be eight episodes. Just give yourself like a number so you at least like hit that allotment so you don't look like an asshole by starting a podcast, saying, announcing it, starting an Instagram page. And then you do one episode and then you never bring it up again. Not that it really matters that much because not everyone's like, oh, where's episode number two? But yeah. it's just like kind no, of a stain. It's, just, it's a little stain yeah. on the brand where it's like, all right, these, you know, maybe this person doesn't really follow through. Yeah, exactly. Think, but here at Overask, we follow through. We follow through. We follow through, through right. like, a, like a great, uh, let's put it in Eric's terms, a great uh, drive. Right, Eric? There we go. Yeah, a great little yeah. fairway wood. A, right. a strong three wood from about 280 out with a high fade. <laughs> You're going to follow through 100%. Right. I like, I like the Glenda, Glenda Baker, Tyler Whitman style, who we both had on. Great guests, great episodes. They yeah. do eight or 12. They get in person and they film all their episodes, bulk records. That just It gives you so much time to think about the copy, to think about the thumbnail, the text, the clips, because you have it all banked and then you're not worried every single week. What the, who the hell am I going to have on this week? Yeah. So, so that's what we're going to do. Some form of that. Um, and I'm excited. I can't wait. It's like at this point, like it's complete write-offs for our business. Like it's just going to be like a fun thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be so fun. And I think we're going to grow like crazy. So if you have been listening and enjoying over ass to this point, this is something we should have done way more on the episode. Throw us a like here. Let us know you enjoyed the episodes and that you're looking forward to the future episodes. Subscribe to the channel because there's definitely more stuff coming. we got other stuff on this channel as well. And let us know your favorite episode. Let us know if you learned anything from these two and a half years, what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, probably just what you liked, actually. I don't really want yeah. to hear what you didn't yeah, like. Don't give this us, is, yeah. Come on. Don't give us any criticism here. No, yeah. We're not looking for And that. let us know what you want to see next. Yeah. Because, you know, we can really do whatever we want, but it's going to be seasons and it's going to be the In best person. thing, the best product we can produce. Yes. You want to do your signature sign off that you did the first six months? Um, yeah. Well, folks, that's it for another episode of Over Ask. We'll see you soon. Y'all take care now.